0: Welcome to the Women
1: Who Code podcast.
0: What I understood was that if I solve a problem for somebody, instead of, you know, instead of whining and complaining about a situation, if I just solve the problem, not just my mice for myself, but for everybody, I actually do create a lot of influence across and win the love of my, of the higher ups or the leadership.
1: In the Women Who Code career Nav segment of our show, you'll hear real world advice from people who are currently working in the technology industry and personally know the steps needed to succeed. And today with us, we have an eminent, eminent speaker, Pragati Rai. And she will be talking about how to be a 360 degree growth enabler. And here is more about Pragati. And Pragati is the Head of Developer Relationships, APJ Twilio. And she is the head of developer relationship, and she's the CEO ISSA India chapter. She is the chair in Women in Cybersecurity India chapter. She's author of a book called Android Application Security Essentials, and the winner of 2014 uh, National Thought Leadership Award. With over 20 plus years of experience in technology evangelism, strategy, innovation, global program management, as well as product management roles across various industries like embedded systems, payments, commerce, banking, and products. She has been a passionate advocate of bringing people, technology, and processes together. She has a never quenching thirst of technologies and processes that simplify life and and brings a positive impact on people's life. She believes that people, both customers and employees, are the life and blood of an organization. Keeping them happy, satisfied, and engaged is the key to building great products and great organizations. She's also been smitten by the startup bug early in 2003, when she started working on her pro- startup called Moblast, she also works with Academia, where all over the world in different capacities as a faculty member, the guest speaker, mentor, campus hiring. She currently works with Stanford Continuous Education and Swapaksh, a school for migrate migrant worker kids. She is recognized and most sought out speaker at international technology events. Pragati has a dual master's in computer science, and she's also a gold medalist. She has one master's from Banastari Vidyapeet and the other from San Jose State University with specialization in client server architecture. She loves to read, organize things, and spend time with her family and friends. Pragati, it is my great honor to welcome you today to the session.
0: Lakshmi, thank you so much. And uh, and thank you for this gracious introduction. Akshmi reached out to me and said, let's talk about the 360-degree growth enabler. I didn't know what it meant, so I asked her what it is about, and she pointed me to this book. Yes, it's by John C. Maxwell, and what this book really talks about is how to be a leader irrespective of your position in the organization. The second thing this book talks about is how can... In any position in the organization, we can influence upwards, like to the leadership, across to the peers, and also down to the people who who we lead or who look upon us as for guidance. The book also talks about some myths that we as individuals live with and which inhibits our ability to move up and to influence. For example, if I have an 80 people team, I'll be able to lead. Or if I reach at the senior manager level, I'll be able to lead. Or if I'm given a really big problem to solve and I'm provided with these resources, I'll be able to influence and many such myths. So this is what the book is about. And as I was reading the book, some instances, some incidents from my career sprung up. Where I have had I had held those myths, and I didn't perform to the best of my abilities, or situations where they really propped me to do something, or the situation demanded, and I was put on the spot, and I had to figure out a way to influence. So what I decided was, in today's presentation, let me share those scenarios, those those incidents that happened with me where I fumbled. So the first instance that came to me to my mind was when I was the fresh grad and I joined Motorola as my first job and I honestly had the same expression as that kid in the presentation has because I came loaded, fully loaded with all the badges, gold medal, perfect GPS score. I was the only one who was selected in from campus in Motorola and I was going to do embedded programming and placed in the best in the highly highly sought after team in the in the mobile operating systems which was the security team so i couldn't be happier and i was ready to change the world so i went First day to my job and uh, really excited and I went to the boss and I was like, yeah, how can I change the world? My boss looked at me and gave me a whole bunch of books about security to study. Oh my God, I thought I had done studying. So for the next three, four, five months, all I was doing is I would study and I go back to my manager and say, yeah, I'm done. He would ask a couple of questions and I would fumble and then go back to reading Finally, after four or five months, when I was able to answer five questions correctly in a row is when he said, "Okay, let's talk about work tomorrow. And I was so excited. So the next day I went to my boss again, very ready to change the world. And my manager gave me a 1000 page specification document and said, Make sense out of it. Now I was working on the mobile platform, and inside the mobile phones, there is this IC integrated circuit. And because we had to, we were doing embedded programming and we had to interface with this hardware. So that specification document listed out how do we, what parameters should we pass, what should would be the return values, what how to interpret the error conditions, blah, 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 blah. It was a huge document i was i was so scared i said okay oh my god the next three months of ordeal again so i said it's not happening again so i put my head down i shut down the tv shut off my friends and in the next seven to ten days i actually condensed that entire 1000 page specification document into 10 slides which just just compressed it and had all the important material that was supposed to be And after that, I took it to my manager and said, here is your, here is the specification document. And this is what it talks about. This is what is missing. And lucky for me, I had a degree in electronics too. So I was able to understand the OR and the NOR gates. I was like, okay, this is everything here. And the glow on the face of my manager, it was amazing. He was uh, so excited to see that, and he was so proud. And he would go about showing those 10 slides to everybody, like, yeah, I know what this, 10 th- what, what this big specification document means. I know about it. And so manager and I became friends in a way that he began to trust me. And what I learned from that incident was that 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 specification document wasn't just a pain for me, it was a pain for everybody. And I just because of the fear of going back to the three months of study, I thought a little differently, and actually created a capsule of knowledge or a nugget of knowledge that could be shared with a lot of people. And so I became like this really cool fresh kid, fresh grad in the in motorola who everybody thought was a subject matter expert in that specification document so that's what i did just a little thinking a little differently so if you're in this situation you know such a situation think differently try to create a capsule of knowledge that is not just not just makes you smarter but other people's life easier as well Okay, so that was the first instance that came to my mind. Now, going on to the next slide and fast, oh, fast forward to like five or six years in Motorola, I found myself in a ninja situation. Now what was happening there? So I was like a senior software engineer at that time. And my role was to actually design a certificate store for on this android mobile on android operating system we were working on android at that time and so i create i have to create the certificate store and i have to sign all the applications that come my way so on the phone you know, there would be a browser team, there would be a video team, an audio team, and the camera team, and many other teams, and they would send their applications to be signed by the system certificate. And that is something I was supposed to do, and then make sure it ends up in the build. So, I was doing that fine, and the team was geographically located, diverse team in 18 plus locations across the world. And we had moved to and we had moved to a new system. We were using Git for managing the entire operating system. So everybody was pushing their code and, and there was just one single repository. So when these requests would come in to me from different regions like sometimes early morning sometimes in the evening sometimes you know the first version of the app would come and then the version 2 would come and then 2.1 would come and i was so worried i was worried because i don't want to be the one who breaks the code right and because then i would be named and shamed so i was very very worried so i was like a ninja taking these requests working 24 hours and I didn't know what to do. So I had to find a solution for myself. So what I really did was, and that was really to ease me of all the work that I was doing, I worked with the different teams within the organization and build a process, a very simple process, like, okay, if your requests for certificate signing come in before 5 p.m. PST. It will be released in the next build. If you want an updated, if you're sending me an updated app, make sure the the subject line says so, and a a few other such rules. And I agreed, had an agreement with all the teams to follow that. And it made my life peaceful because now I wasn't answerable to anybody if a request came at 6 p.m. So that's what I did. So then after that, six months later or so, when the performance review happened and my manager asked me, so Pragati, tell me, what was your biggest accomplishment in the last six months? And just as a techie, right? We just think in terms of tech. And I said, you know what? I built that really cool certificate store and this is the first time somebody did it. I'm so excited about it. That's, that's what I did the best. And what my manager said was that, well, course you did a fantastic job with that but what was really really awesome is that you built this process that not just made your life easier but it made everybody's life so much better and he had been getting a thank you notes because of this process that i had built and other teams were also trying to you know replicate this kind of a process what i learned from this situation was and it wasn't because i was looking to be influencer or a leader it was just because i wanted to save myself from this crazy work thing that was coming my way what i understood was that if i solve a problem for somebody instead of you know instead of whining and complaining about a situation if i just solve the problem not just my mice for myself but for everybody i actually do create a lot of influence across and win the love of my of the higher ups or the leadership so that's what i learned and uh, so if you are in such a situation just a thought just an idea of how i did it and if you would want to do that again okay and uh, moving on to the next slide Gayatri. okay now it's about the small fish So again, fast forward another few years, and uh, this time I was at PayPal. I was the first Android engineer that PayPal had hired, and uh, it was 2010 or 11, some during that time, and my job was to actually build an Android app for PayPal. So, Paper was doing amazing, but it was predominantly on desktops. And my, as and after spending so much time in Motorola, I joined Paper to be like to be the person who helps build the Android app. Now, fine, I again I would have been like what a staff software engineer or somebody. So then, I when I started writing the app, I realized that, you know, there has to be some changes that need to be made right to accustom things for the mobile client so moving on to the next slide you know for example the for example you know the database has to be changed a little bit for example we if it's a mobile client and imagine you know we were in the early days in 2011, it was still very slow. You can't return like 100 values at one go, or the phone number can't be a PII, or some security has had to be changed so that wireless can be enabled and stuff. And so what I found myself was instead of coding, I was actually speaking to all these teams, the security team, the compliance team, the UI team, the database team, and just trying to tell them how to modify their systems or how to do things a little differently so that the so that the things work on the app right and i tried and i tried but it wasn't happening so as the person who was responsible to build the app my neck was on the chopping board so i had to figure something out so what i did realize was that all the people I'm talking to are really smart engineers and genuinely nice people. But you know what, they haven't worked on mobile, they don't feel it yet. So until and unless they experience it, they won't be able to help me out. And they won't be able to help me advocate the change that I am I'm trying to make. So what I did was, with the blessings of my senior leadership we organized the first ever hackathon in paypal and we invited all the teams in and the objective was to build mobile apps so they actually the teams actually came together they studied mobile as like training and teaching and mentoring and doing all the fun stuff and they actually wrote the apps and when they wrote the apps they understood the system and then they realized that yeah it's a little different and so things need to change a little bit so instead of me advocating all the change the little small fish in a big ocean they became the advocates and they started influencing and then the changes happened and my app came out and i was successful so moving on to the next slide what i learned was that yeah a small little fish can actually make an influence can create a ripple effect of change for the entire organization. So that's the scenario third that came to my mind. And so what I want to say is, you know, leading the change or trying to be this one person who is, who is trying to impact somebody, influencing somebody, it can be overwhelming. Right. It can be really overwhelming. It can be it's a hard job. There was this one time in my career where I was I felt so overwhelmed. I felt so down. And that one day I was just sitting in the parking lot completely lost. Right. I didn't have the will or the energy to get into the car and drive away. I was just sitting in the parking lot doing nothing and then this senior executive her name's selena she's in she's at intuit right now she walked in and she stopped she paused and she asked me pragati what what she didn't know my name she just saw somebody sitting completely lost she asked me how 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 are you doing what's up and i somehow started speaking all the things that were happening what was not working and how i'm feeling so down and i'm so feeling so let down and she said okay let's meet tomorrow and she gave she set up an appointment with me and then i met with her next day and things started to become better what i want to say here is that for me i didn't feel comfortable reaching out to anybody because for me the the notion that i had was it's really cowardly to ask somebody for help or to reach out for help and, and I'm grateful that Selena stopped and asked me. So what I want to leave you all today with is that if you are feeling down, if you're feeling overwhelmed, because we are all juggling so many things and we are all trying to make an impact and be the leaders and doing, you know, change the world. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling overwhelmed, reach out to somebody Now there are plenty of resources to reach out to people. This Women Who Code Connect India that's happening today is also one such event. You can reach out to any one of us. And on the other hand, if you feel that somebody is acting not like themselves, if somebody is down, if somebody is feeling sad, just reach out to them and say and ask how they are doing. Because maybe they're just waiting for somebody to ask. So with that, that's what I wanted to say. And please, please look out for each other in these challenging times and help out each other. So with that, thank you so much, everyone. It was wonderful talking to you. I am very easy to find on the internet and uh, very approachable so you can reach out to me and we can definitely talk and connect and I can reminisce and more about my career and we can have a discussion.
1: Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To
0: find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry,
1: visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash women who code thanks again for listening and remember to subscribe rate and comment